And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Podcast. Uh, I think it's episode 157 today. Uh, week one recap, week two preview. Joined alongside me, league analyst expert Tommy Savara. Tommy, late night, how you doing? Doing good. Good. Um, you watched all the games. We had most of the games this week. I saw all the games, did all the stats. You saw the new um, the new content we did on the Instagram. Do a more offensive player of the week, defense player of the week for the games. Get a game summary. Change it up a little bit. Um, as you hear the microwave going off for the hot the <laughs> the food for Jason. All right, we'll just get right started. Honestly, I have nothing to say. I thought it was a good week one of football. I didn't think anything was. I didn't think anything happened that caught my eye. Um, there were some really good plays. There was some really bad play. Uh, anything you want to say before we start? No, no. A lot, a lot of new players in the league. Uh, a lot of, a lot of cool, uh, quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. Um, some guys made names known. Other guys got to figure it out. So we'll start. We're going to go in order with the games, how they happen. 9-30, 10-30, 11-30, and 12-30. So first game we'll talk about is Bucks versus Falcons. Mikey versus Hulgrief. That was a good uh, game. Great game. A lot of shit talking in the cabin chat prior to the game. Um... These teams came out well on offense, scoring points, uh, moving the football. I thought both defenses early in the game um, had trouble stopping team stopping opponent from moving the football. Uh, Mikey takes an eighteen to twelve lead in the halftime after Cam Crooms had a long screen touchdown the last play of the half, like the second to last play of the half. Um, I thought that was going to kind of set them going forward. They score right before the half. They score right after the half. They go up by. They're up. Uh, I think 24 to 16 or 24 14 and they get safety and then they score right back make it a tie game falcons played well all game i thought they hung in there they played well chris was decisive got the ball out fast love the way he played love um, the way he played i thought he, i thought he played great delivered great you know great balls uh, i thought he called a good game yeah yeah uh, there was a, a one long pass to uh to q yeah gorgeous pass on the duress uh beautiful and I, I was talking to him after the game i noticed the delivery it's three quarters. Yeah. But he throws a nice ball, comes out of his hand nice. Mm-hmm. He's got a good zip to it. Uh, he's telling me he throws that way because of, of an old injury he had. But okay. seems to be working. Like the, tre- the team he drafted. Love Leota on the line. Holy crap, leader. man. Leader. Le- big leader. You got him and Tuna on the Energy, line. Leadership. Yeah, yeah, you know what? We were talking about uh, Chris's uh, uh, inability to close out games last year. Mm-hmm. I'm not, it's not going to be a problem with this team. Not, not with the leadership they have on this team. Agreed. Uh, I really love the way uh, Leota played this week. I mean, if, if you don't look for the leadership, I mean, that was a great pick by, by Chris to, you know, pick him up where he did. And, you know, it, it's it's paying dividends already. Yep. I think Chris did a great job getting Q involved early and often. A lot of motion with him. A lot of uh, getting him the ball. Jet sweeps, picking up five, six, seven yeah. yards. Q is very good at making guys miss. Um, I think that's going to be a thing that teams are going to key on as they play them throughout the season. But I think that's something that you, is fully going to be incorporated into the way they run their offense. is going to help a lot. Also, running off that, Chris looks like he got a little bit faster in the offseason. <laughs> looks like he might have lost a few pounds. Yeah, he ran the, in better shape. Yeah. He, ran, he definitely ran the ball well. He was very was excited. Two-week offseason. <laughs> two, two, no, for him, for him, it didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. Probably got a whole month and a half, honestly. Nah, so. He looks great. He looks he great had, Yeah, um, I think he played a really decisive game. He moved the ball well on his feet. He ran the ball 50 yards, uh, threw for 102. Um, but yeah, I think that both these teams are good. You have to remember Mikey was without Chase 
um, which is obviously a big part big of his big. team. A couple without of his players, without TJ Angstad, and then two of his players show up late. They uh, start the game with two. I'm not subs. worried about Mike. Will be fine. That team will be fine. 100. percent But still, it's a really good showing for the Atlanta team to to compete against Mike. Mike's a real uh, competitive. Yeah, Mikey spread the ball around really well. I think everyone did a good job getting involved. Mikey uh, is a is a competitor. Definitely wasn't happy to take the week one loss, but. Um, it's on to week two for them. I know they're not worried about an 0-1 start. I'm, I'm, I'm glad Q's back in the league. Welcome back, Q. Uh, had a great week. Uh, I love game breakers, and he's he's got that ability. Yep. It's it's gonna be an exciting year for Atlanta with him. Yep, I think Atlanta's. Yeah, I think the Falcons are gonna have a good season. Um, all right, stats. Chris was nine of 17, 102 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Also ran seven times for 47 yards and two touchdowns. Also was named defense player of the game with an interception and five tackles. Leota had two catches for 13 yards. Dwan had two catches for 30 yards, two pass breakups. Um, Q had four catches, 57 yards, and a touchdown. Was named Offensive Player of the Game. Also had four tackles and three rushes for 11 yards. And DeJour Cochran, first game of the year, caught a touchdown. And um, Chapo, Sam Gonzalez, had a sack safety. As for the box, Mikey was 16 of 23, 135 yards. <clears throat> three touchdowns, one pick. Ran for 35 yards, also had three tackles and a pass breakup. Suroff had three catches and a sack safety. Paul Carter had um, a sack safety as well. Denoya had three catches, 21 yards, and a touchdown. Cam had three catches, 54 yards, and the long touchdown we talked about right before the half. Tyler Cameron had a sack and a five-yard catch. Sean O'Donnell had two catches for 15 yards. And um, Matt DePhillips subbed for them in the beginning of the game and actually scored a touchdown. So, uh Good game. I thought very high high spirit. Good way to start our season. Yeah. All right, next game. This was not a good way to start our season. Cowboys versus Dolphins. Cowboys win 41 nothing. Very impressed with the Cowboys. Uh, I believe they scored almost on every offensive drive they had. I think they scored on every offensive driver. If not, there weren't there were so, there weren't many stops. If so there if were. there are any questions about Justin playing quarterback, I'm not taking any away from that defense. There are good plays on on that uh, Dolphin team. Yep. Uh, so you know that's that's quite an accomplishment to do that. Uh, disappointed uh, with the quarterback play of the Dolphins. Yeah, Meg you Ryan. Know. Yeah, you know we, we we cut slack when you know your first year player. Uh, he's already into his second season, and he's and the way he finished the season last year, I think you know what he's got a grasp. You know uh, he's got a hold of of the league and knows how to play. Mm -hmm. uh, don't like that you got shut out. Yeah, getting shut out is definitely a tough thing. Um, I think one thing about them was just that um, indecisiveness, and the offensive line was not doing a good job protecting. It felt like Piscopo, Augie, Spo, guys were in the backfield immediately on a lot of these plays. I thought they had good plays in the beginning of the game to Jarwar, get him out in space. They got some yards that way, but getting the first down, Cowboys defense was very stout, made a lot of great plays, turned them over three times, um, or three three times by interception. They probably turned them over more times on downs during the game. It just it wasn't a good showing by the Dolphins. Um, not sure if they got together during the se before the season started. I know the Cowboys did a little bit at least, got some throwing in together. Um, and it showed. Justin was really good. We saw shades of the way IB plays. Yeah. And we saw shades of getting the ball fast and running. So um, I'm not surprised that Justin was very good in this game great the way he played amazingly i think he scored five touchdowns he had six total five throwing one rushing yeah. he was he was his dominant self just in a different way augie amazing scored three touchdowns in this game looked bored doing it i felt um i, I kind of feel they have the best four receivers 
in the league. Augies, I mean, Piscopo, Bowen, Sobes. Yeah. Adding Spo off the I line. Mean, you got five players with championship DNA on that team. Five. Yeah, a lot of guys who have won rings on that yeah, team yeah, for yeah. sure. So you got tons of experience, guys that know how to win, know mm-hmm. how to close out games, know how to win titles. I, I, that's going to be a tough out when they play when anyone yeah, playing that team. Yeah, I'm excited to see the Cowboys in full strength play against a team that's in the upper echelon of the league. Go, um, going back to the Dolphins, I think yeah. they'll be fine. You know, I, I think Negron is capable. Uh, I, like I said, he knows, like I said, he came on strong last year, at the end of last year. Yeah. He knows how to compete. The thing that bothers me is when you get shut out, at some point, you know what? Uh, you know, maybe the game's out of hand. Maybe it's not your day. But what you got to do is work on, you know, what, what, I, I don't what makes think they quit. I don't think they quit in the game. I no, didn't feel they quit. But what I'm saying is, all right, so now you've, you've seen the defense the whole game long. Yeah. At some point, all right, this is what I got to do to attack this defense. Mm-hmm. There should have been a little bit of movement towards that. Exactly. Game. I okay. didn't see enough movement. So that's I a, agree. That's a bother. Yeah, me. I definitely don't think that they grasped, had a good grasp of what Cowboys were doing defensively. Um, but I do think the ground will come back stronger in this week. I mean, it's hard to be worse than what they were as a team this week. I think they'll block better for him. Um, I think maybe they'll make some adjustments. He's got to be a little more decisive, a little more quicker with it. Yeah, I think we had the same um, the yeah. same thoughts about him in the beginning of last season. So hopefully these don't ride out until week four, week five of the and, season. And the thing is, listen, I, I like this draft, but you know he doesn't have the poorly Colorado on his team. He doesn't have the elite receiver. He's Dexter, Vin Orlando, and, and uh, Ryan Barnett. Very capable receivers. They're capable receivers, but no like game elite game yeah. breaker type. One of them's really got to step up and be that guy. Yeah. Um, I'd have to hope it's Dexter, honestly. Um, but yeah, I think that they will come in with a better game plan this week. They looked um, outmatched, outcoached, outathleted a little bit for sure. Jarwar and uh, Harnish, I thought, did a good job like trying their best to sack Justin. But Justin's just um, very are, hard flag to grab. And Those I, are two stars. Yeah, though. Harnish had two sacks. Jarwar had a sack, but it just didn't matter. Those are two all bed down players right there. They just It wasn't enough. Um, they were rushing two at a time, I think, when a rookie quarterback should be rushing three at all times, making his life as difficult yeah, as possible. Yeah. Um, but if you can't, if you feel you can't, the problem is with that is that if you do that, then you're kind of you're putting yourself against a really good receiver trio that the Cowboys have. So they're going to be a tough offense to stop yeah, all season. It's for them, for them. Facts. <laughs> um, it's going to be a long season for uh, and, and Pittsburgh. Welcome back to the league. I thought you looked great on both sides of the ball. Yeah, uh, I was, I was a great pickup for them. Yep, for sure. Third and, round and pick. Always a stud. Yeah, not much to say about the Dolphins. A lot to say about the Cowboys. Thought so this was a full team effort by the Cowboys. I'm going to read the stats. And everyone has a pretty full stat sheet for them. But we'll start with the Dolphins. Negron, 9 of 20, 57 yards. No touchdowns, 3 picks. 2 rushes, 23 yards. Jarwar, 4 catches, 31 yards and a sack. Harnish, 2 sacks. Uh, Frankie had a pass breakup and 3 tackles. Dexter had 1 catch, a pass breakup and 2 tackles. Vin Orlando had a catch for 5 yards and 1 tackle. Ryan Barlett had 2 tackles. Matt Ballard, 3 catches for 21 yards. And Jordan Bowman, in his bear down debut, had 2 pass breakups and 1 tackle. For the Cowboys, Justin was 20 of 24, 177 yards, five touchdowns, no picks, four rushes, 38 yards, and a touchdown. Also had four tackles, a pass breakup, and an interception. Not surprised. Spo, two catches, 10 yards, and a touchdown, also had a sack. Bowen had three catches, 26 yards, and a touchdown, also had a pass breakup. Pisco, five catches, 65 yards, two sacks, and an interception. Augie, eight catches, 67 yards, three touchdowns, and a sack. He, he spread the ball around. He did. Everyone got involved. Soaps had a catch for five yards and an interception. Oh, about Soaps, yeah. Yeah. And Abdul uh, Carvin, his debut, had one catch for five yards. It was a conversion. Uh, all around great Good effort. to see Soaps back, too. Yep. Soaps uh, playing a, a different role. Corner, tight end, little receiver. Kind of a do-it-all player now. Might have to step point. in a quarterback he, this week. This week, I believe he is. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, 
Next game, we'll talk about. I guess we can talk about this game real quick, and because uh, we saw about these two teams, the Cowboys played the Falcons. Great game, great game. Um, both teams got their stops. Tuna has a big sack safety to start the game, but doesn't phase them. They get the stop on defense, come back down, take an eight-two lead. Um, we're in the lead or tied all of the game. The Cowboys. Um, they hit. Uh, Justin ran one in. Bowen caught one. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Bowen caught one. Piscopo caught one. And Augie caught one. Augie on the game winner. Grand like a little, like, up, out, come back to the front pylon. Justin hits him for a game-winning touchdown. Um, but the Falcons, man, I'm very impressed by the Falcons. They, they hung tough. They did not let uh, the Cowboys run, a, run away with it. Nope. Uh, they're very competitive. Every time they score, they, they match them. Yep. Uh, Love the way they close this game. I, even the game-ending drive. They got all the way down the by, by the Falcons. Like the 10, like the 10, 15 I early. actually stood in the back of the end zone because I wanted to see, you know, uh, you know what what play they were running. And actually, they ran a, a you know, a, not a slant. came like across. The it field. came across the field. It was a good pattern. It was a great pass. It was just a better breakup. Yeah, so made a great so nice made a play on the ball. Uh, broke this right. Made a great play. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't have changed anything there. I, again, I spoke to uh, Hogreep after the game. He was telling me maybe he should have ran this. And I said, no, that was the right call. Was that was play. the right play. It's just you know a, a superior play by the defense right there. Yeah, listen, I give Chris a lot of credit, man. Uh, year one didn't look great, had a lot of passing yards, couldn't finish games. Year two comes in with a little bit of a different team, focused on the line early, has his friends playing receiver for him, looks a lot more comfortable out there. Yeah. Called a really good trash talking a little bit. I liked it. I, I liked. I liked his. Uh, we get Chris going a little bit. You're gonna hear his mouth a lot more this season. No, um, but that's a lot of confidence, you know. And he's got the team to back him up, so I like it. 100. He does not lack confidence at all. I think. The Cowboys showed resilience in this game. Uh, the Falcons answered a lot of answered a lot of touchdowns with touchdowns, and the Cowboys ever, always had an answer. And I think that's a DNA of the team they got they got put together. They changed Spo to center in the middle of the game because the snaps weren't great, and I think it made a big difference. Uh, Justin kind of could know the ball was going to go to him before the play starts, so it's always um, a good comfort as a quarterback. Uh, I thought Chris played really well in this game. I thought everyone. I honestly thought this was a great game by all all around. I think everyone contributed on both sides in a big way. Um, but the Cowboys come out. This is the victors uh, in the doubleheader week one. Justin gets the two and zero to start his quarterback campaign. Chris like falls to one. When the best player in the league gets his hands on the ball thirty five times play, a game. Yeah, it, it, it's you're gonna yeah. see outcomes like this. Yep, they they had a, they only actually only had twenty two offensive plays this week, and so twenty two times he's touching the ball. 22 times you got to worry as a defense. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, Cowboys win this game 20 to 14. Chris, 20 of 29, 171 yards, one touchdown, no picks. Also had 23 rushing yards and a touchdown. Uh, Leota had five catches for 40 yards. Dwan had four catches, 52 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Tuna had the sack safety. Q had two catches, 18 yards, and two rushes for 13 yards. Uh, Chapo had five catches, 29 yards, and DeJour had four catches for 32 yards. As for the Cowboys, Justin was 13 of 16, 151 yards, three touchdowns, one pick. Um, 27 rushing yards. He also had 16 tackles and two pass breakups. Um, ties his own league record for tackles in a game. Spo had a catch and a pass breakup. Bowen had a 30-yard touchdown. Piscopo had two catches for 40 yards and a touchdown. Augie, six catches, 64 yards and a touchdown. Looks like he's uh, Justin's favorite target early on. Mark had a pass breakup. Sobes had two pass breakups and three catches for 17 yards. And Brendan Frombach had three tackles. 
Um, good game, good good day by both teams. The Cowboys and the Falcons both came out with double headers week one. And I thought both looked really good. Yeah, I believe you had them at one on one after. Uh, I had the, yeah, reverse. I games. think I had. Yeah, I think I picked the Falcons. No, I had the Falcons to beat the Bucks. No, you had the Falcons to beat the Cowboys. Really, because Searles texted me saying. Fuck you, Kurtzman. And I assume that was because I picked the Einstein. Oh, so okay. I don't know. I mean, Maybe I'm been. wrong. Who knows? Regardless, I picked the Falcons to a 1-1. One one. I think UA Cowboys are 2-0. Cowboys are 2-0. Yeah. I think I had uh, the Falcons at 0-2. 0-2, oh oh yeah. My apologies. It's a, it's no. a much better team than it's I thought. And Hogan looks a lot more confident. Out yeah, there, and I, again, you know, you're not going to see it in the stat sheets, but uh, the way Leota plays, the way Tuna plays, I mean, those those guys, the Yankees on that line, and yeah. they, they make shit happen. Tuna was getting in all that. He just yeah. had it. He got, he got capitalized a little more on those sacks, and Tuna knows that for sure. All right. This was a game that was very high pet competitive. Went to overtime, actually. Uh, the Saints against the Chargers. Sterry and Mook and a bunch of those G League guys making their debut and bear down. Um, and Sterry did not disappoint. No, not at all. S- he was amazing. I know you were talking highly of him around the uh, during the field. You talk uh, during during the day at the field. You were talking about him. I know you've talked about him in the past when he played for Jarrock back in the fall. Yeah, uh, he was a great player. Uh, uh, you could see he's a superior athlete on the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, did never saw him a quarterback, so I was, I was curious to see. Uh, I was kind of like running between both games, but I wanted to make sure I caught caught most of his drives. Mm-hmm. Uh, he started out in the RPO. Yeah, I, I like it. I, you know what? Mix it up. Don't don't come out and be predictable. Like the way he came out. Uh, cool customer in the pocket, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, no panic in his game. Delivers a nice ball, yeah. and he's left-handed, which I didn't know. Yes, I, I love the way the ball comes out of left-handed's. Uh, I agree. Quarter, uh, left-handed quarterback. Uh, I thought, you know what? His intermediate game was great. His long game could have been better. I think that his receivers should have did a better job for him on the deep balls. Okay. I'm not. I'm not saying that it, you know they were bad or anything, no, no, yeah. but I thought there were a couple of passes that that could have been caught and went the right way. I felt the same way. I, I, I think there was one pass I was watching. Uh, he went deep. He was trying to uh, test out Bryce. Uh, back to back plays, they went out. Right. So the first one he threw inside. I'm saying to myself, I didn't say it to anybody, and I'm saying to myself, you know that ball's got to be thrown to the outside shoulder to okay. play. You know, you know the only guy making a play on that is the receiver. Mm-hmm. You throw it to his outside shoulder. Very next play. What does he do? He goes deep, same play, throws the ball where? A little over, outside yeah, shoulder. A little over, a little over no, but, but those are the adjustments that, you know, I'm saying that's what a good quarterback does. 100%, I agree. So I, I really liked watching him play. Uh, I, I thought he did a great job. Uh, he's, he's got wheels, so, you know, you got to worry about that. Yep. And he's got an arm. Yep. He, uh, I thought he played a good game quarterback wise. I thought he played an even better game defensively. Pick six, yeah. four pass breakups. He was everywhere in the secondary. Yeah. Um, he's just a stellar athlete. I think uh, once A seven is done and he's fully committed to bear down for the rest of the season, you're gonna see a good, uh, you're gonna see a really good Saints team. They blocked well for him. Mook got involved, bunch of a bunch of rushes, um, caught the game winning conversion in overtime. Um, but overall, this was kind of a scary show. He ran 57 yards, two touchdowns, threw for 50, um, had the pick six. He was really good. Let's talk about the Chargers. Um, Wicott making his return to quarterback. Um, some good, some bad. I thought it was nice that one thing I thought that was really cool is after like four or five plays in a row, Bryce took all the snaps, and he kind of let Bryce do whatever he wanted. Bryce was making guys miss in the backfield, dumping off to receiver, dumping off to linemen. That was intentional. It wasn't like the, no, 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 no. It was one hundred percent intentional. You could tell it was part of what James wanted to do. Yeah. James, I think James took over when it was like third and maybe like fifteen. Um, they score on that drive, that drive that Bryce was playing quarterback. Get the game to either twenty to fourteen or uh, twenty to twenty to twenty. Um, I thought James played good. He ran. He he had over one hundred eighty. He had one hundred seventy yeah. yards all purpose. You're never going to confuse him with a guy like IB. No, that's for sure. Or or Tom Pond. He runs effectively though. But no, he knows how to win. Yeah. He's a gritty, gritty player. 100%. He'll 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 get down and dirty. He'll do what he has to do to win a game. 
And, and if he knows that, you know, putting in Bryce a quarterback on a couple of plays will help help the team, help the offense, move the ball. Yeah. Listen, they're not going to be out of a lot of games. They're going to be in every game because yeah. it's a gritty team and it's a gritty quarterback. And I think he's a great leader. Yeah, no, James is a great leader, um, and he played a great game. He kept his team in it, like you said. They had a, a little bit of a shaky start. They gave up a touchdown, and they throw the pick six down 14 early. But you come back strong. You stay resilient. Uh, Matt DePhillips. 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 <laughs> I don't want I asked him. I asked uh, him. He told me that he goes, I, it's DePhillips. Yeah, I asked him at the field when he signed, when he was giving my mom the money for the league. I asked him, I said, what is your last name? So I never say it wrong <laughs> yeah. again. Um, DePhillips had two touchdowns in this game. He was uh, great. He was great. He was blocking for he was blocking for James, giving Again. him time, and then releasing late and making plays out off the line. Yeah. Two five catches, seventy four yards, two touchdowns, and a sack. Oh. He was everywhere on the field. I thought That's... he was. I thought he was great for the Chargers, and I honestly they have a really good team. They were missing one of their linemen. Um, Randy Myers wasn't there, but um, Pete Mancini I thought was all over the place. Yeah, I thought. I'm curious that they didn't put Mancini on the line that they played him in this. Oh, I'm talking about. Uh, on D-line. I think that was maybe just the way their personnel was this but week. I, listen, I like him at safety. He, he's going to get he's most of the athlete, ball. Great athlete. Yeah, but I, I think he's a terror on the line. I mean, they may want to mix that up a bit, but I, it's either way, you know. Yep, I think depending on their personnel, they definitely can get him some D-line reps. You have, De, you have DePhillips, you have Lebo, and then Whitcock himself had two sacks in this game. So um, He's tough in the middle. You know what? Great. They, yeah. He's great. I, I, they, there was one, they were running those RPOs, and he just got up in, you know, yeah. right in there and Took away the running game early. We're taking away the running game. I thought they did a good job. I know. Listen, I think we're talking about the Chargers. Like they won the game. Not, it was a listen, great game. Great game. Twenty-one twenty final. Um, Mook caught the game-winning conversion. Just so everyone knows, the Saints did win this game. Yeah. Um, but the Chargers <laughs> were a great team in this game. I thought both teams were very good in this game. Um, slow start for the Chargers. Fast start for the Saints. But kind of even out. Once about a kid that got in great shape. Look at Maddie hitting the gym. Uh, Who? Hitting the weights hard. Matt DeFell. Oh yeah, he looks. Yeah, great. he's in great shape, and, and it's paying dividends, of course. Uh, he looked like a like a skill position player. Yeah, one thing. One thing about the Saints, I will say, is that they played really well together. Um, a lot of guys who have played. I, I got to learn before. more of the Saints players. I know a lot of G League guys. I don't catch a lot of those games. Yeah, so I know. I'll, I'll Steri, get familiar with them. It's a good team. Yeah, Steri and Mook won't be there this week. They have their A seven semifinal game. So uh, who's quarterbacking for them? Dev probably. Okay. Um, Okay. Yeah, I think that's all about this game. Saints win 21-20. Honestly, great game. Uh, it was a good matchup. Settled for week one. Sterry, 6 of 12, 50 yards. Uh, also had 6 carries, 57 yards, 2 touchdowns, 4 pass breakups, 2 tackles, and a pick 6. Ashanti had 2 catches for 9 yards, a sack, a pass breakup, an interception, 4 carries for 30 yards, and like I said, the game-winning conversion. Um, Dev had 1 catch for 18 yards. Chris Hunter had a sack. Uh, Lou Velez had two catches for 21 yards, three tackles, and pass breakup. Chris Hunt, another rock on the line. Yeah. Um, Jordan Jackson had a catch for two yards, and Nate Parrish had a pass breakup. Matt Schaefer, one tackle. For the Chargers, Whitcop was 7 of 14, 104 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. Also ran nine times for 71 yards and a touchdown, and had two sacks. Bryce threw for 22 yards and had an eight-yard catch. Also ran for 33 yards and two pass breakups. Uh, Pete Mancini, two catches, 28 yards, and four tackles. Matt DePhillips, five catches, 74 yards, two touchdowns, and a sack. Nice. Uh, Lebo had a sack. Uh, Josh Evelyn had a catch for six yards. Seabass uh, had a tackle. And, Jay and James Wilcox also had a catch for eight yards from Bryce. All right. Next game at 11.30 was the Raiders against the Eagles. I'll start us all about this game. Um, I love my team. Yeah. We are really good. 
Um, I threw three interceptions in this game. I was really bad, and we still won by, I think we won by, I think it was 27-13 final. Most of them in the second half you threw those interceptions? Uh, I threw two in the second half. One at one right before halftime. Oh, yeah. um, oh, no, I'm sorry. It was two in the first half, one in the second half, and one was right before halftime. Um, overall, I just felt like my team's defense was loud. We were communicating, and we're big, on the, we're big up front. Um, and that showed because they really weren't able to move us off the line. You, I know Matt Hughes and Joey like to run a lot of run plays. We were very good at containing the edge, forcing Joey back inside. Joey only had one big run in this game. Um, he had a 25-yarder in the, early in the first half, and that was it. Um, it helps when your book ends on Micah. And yeah, Douglas. Micah, yeah. Douglas, Con- even Colin Thomas played a good game. We threw Vin online at some points. We have a really solid team. Jarrock, Will Meany had a pick six in the second half. Lamar Davis, ninth-round pick, had four pass breakups and an interception in this game. Nice. Um, he was great. I think that we benefited from playing a quarterback that doesn't necessarily throw the ball that well um, in week one. And I think because we were able to focus so much on the run and stopping the run, it was really good for our team. Forced them into a lot of punts. Um, offensively, we moved the ball. I think I had, yeah, I had over 200. We had over 200 yards of offense on the day. We just didn't score touchdowns until like late in the game. So we should have finished in the red zone. I threw two picks in the red zone. So yeah. I'm not worried. Got to clean that up. A little Super Bowl hangover for okay. me. All right. Um, Vin was amazing at receiver for me week one. I'd like to see Vin. Vin is playing. Vin gets yeah. open. Vin gets open. Vin was finding finding holes in the defense, getting open, making plays. Douglas was great in this game. Also had a long touchdown. When isn't Douglas great? I'm happy it's on for me now, though. I've never had Douglas on my team. Now, well, oh, since since the Duke days, way before this was really a big thing like it is now. Um, but no, having Douglas on my team, uh, I saw his true value this week. He's everywhere. He talks. He catches the ball. He yeah. knows when to lead. Knows when to block. I think we're gonna have a good rapport, me and him, this year. Uh, he'll definitely be a player I'm looking to get. Uh, you know, the true stars in this league—they always make their presence felt in the game. Hundred percent. And and you know that, that long pass that he just took to the house. Yeah, it was like a three-yard pass. And he just yeah, makes two guys he, miss. He's that type of player, and that's why he is. Who, you that know, type who of he player. Is. He is definitely that type of player. I thought we had a really good team effort. I thought Swags was really good in this game. Swags on is always line. good. And on defensive line, he made a couple plays. Uh, you got a good line. Yeah, I have a good team. I you think, got good yeah. receivers. It is a good team. Yep. Uh, Keanu really didn't even play this week. Got hurt. He's going to take a week off, I think, maybe. Um, we'll see about this week. But for the Packers, um, ways to get better is just going to be it's going to be can Pip, get, can Pip be better through the air because teams are going to load up on the run? Yeah. Or do you just concede and you go to Tommy Galante, quarterback, when he's there? This, this is what bothers me. I have no problem with Pip a quarterback. I mean, you know, it's athlete having the ball thirty five times a game. I yeah. I, I listen. He took his team to a championship. A championship two plays away. And that whole season, I, I was on him about playing quarterback. Only reason why I get on him is because he's one of the best receivers this league's ever seen. 100%. And now you got a, a quarterback, one of the best quarterbacks this league has ever seen on your team. Mm-hmm. And you got they switching positions, they are switching roles. So you got a great receiver playing quarterback throwing to a great quarterback playing receiver. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm just saying, you know. No, listen, I understand. I understand. And listen, I agree with you. I think a lot of people would agree with you in your take. I think that Joey believes in himself. He's going to stay a quarterback oh, probably. Absolutely. Um, but I think that if they are falling behind in games and they start having late season, the guys win some games to make the playoffs, maybe you move Tommy to quarterback and you put Joey at receiver because now you have a good line with Tom protecting Tommy with Joey and Mark out wide instead of just Mark. So, I, you know what? When you're when you in a, a kind of a – Shootout type of game, and with you, it's like that. It could be like that because I mean, you have the ability yes. to put up 30, 40 points a game. 100%. I, I'm, I'm gonna go with the gunslinger, I'll go with Tommy. Uh, you get a lead and you want to run ball control offense, 
switch back to pit. Yeah. Listen, there's, there's no script that says you can't do that. That you can't, you know, interchange your quarterback during the game. hundred percent. Just to dictate the flow of the just game. Just have a game. Just have a game plan coming in. As long as you have a game. As long as you have an idea of what you're trying to do in the game, you can do things like two quarterbacks. Tommy can get comfortable in the pocket. You can use the run game to your advantage if you're pit. Tommy also a great athlete can run a run style offense if he had to. Yeah. Um. I think. Listen. I think the Packers can be good either way. I think they just need to figure out how they're going to win each way. Um. I thought Dins was really good in this game for them. I thought Tommy was all right for them. Um. Mark made some nice catches early. Hughes scored a touchdown, but um, it was it was it was a tough sledding for them on offense. A lot, most of their plays were broken plays, little ding and dunks over the line. So I'm very happy with my team's performance in Week One. I know the Packers definitely aren't happy with their team's performance, so they're going to definitely look to get back on track in Week Two. Um, I really have nothing more to say. I'm really happy about my team, and we have a tough matchup against IB next week. But uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of talk on the sideline was about how you move in the pocket. Uh, you have great pocket yeah, awareness. Yeah, I do. I you kind of like have eyes in the back of your head, but a lot of guys are noticing that and uh, they were admiring it. Me too. But. Yeah, no. I, listen, I think one of my best attributes is feeling the pressure, and not having to keep my eyes on the line, keep my eyes downfield, and kind of evade. Um, it took a long time to get to that point. I promise you. Okay. I was looking down at the line, catching the snap, looking down at the line for years. So um, I've just been playing enough to the point where I'm just good enough to do it now. But. Um, there are a lot of other guys definitely in this league they can too. Uh, let's go to the stats. We'll talk with Packers first. Pip was 10 of 25, 60 yards, one touchdown, three picks, uh, four catches, 36 yards, uh, four carries, 36 yards. Hughes had a five uh, yard touchdown, two tackles. Mark had two catches, 17 yards, and a wild pick six, if anyone saw it. Um, Dins had three catches, 37 yards, and an interception, and three tackles. And Tommy Galante had three catches. Joe Venti had one pass break up, one interception. What round did Dins go in? Five, I believe. Yeah, yeah, they went. Yeah, they went. Hughes, Mark, Drew, Dom, Dins. Yeah, that's how they went. He's a lot more viable than fifth. Yeah, he definitely is. I just, I think it comes down to like the lineman. People take lineman ahead of him, but he really could easily be in that fourth round. Yeah, but that, if you're building a championship team, Dins, Dins is, is the guy you need on your team. Good flag puller, uh, reliable hands. Yeah, well, on both sides of the ball, he's that kind of player. Hundred percent. All right, uh, I was 17 of 29, 196 yards, two touchdowns, three picks. Four carries, 23 yards, one touchdown, also an interception on defense. Douglas, five catches, 80 yards, and a touchdown. And a pass breakup. Vin, seven catches, 82 yards, and a touchdown, and a sack. Swags, two tackles. Keanu had a six-yard catch. Mike had two catches for 13 yards, one sack, one pass breakup. Will Meany had two catches, 15 yards, a pick six, and a pass breakup. Colin Thompson had a pass breakup. And Lamar had four pass breakups and interception, was the uh, defense player of the game. Vin was the offense player of the game in this one. Nice. All right. Other 11-30 game. This is the last game you saw, and then I'll have to talk about the last one. Uh, Trevor and Pat Patriots against Eddie Guzman and the Ravens. First thing I'll say about the Ravens, they didn't show up in terms of uh, their full team and in, terms of when and, they, and in terms of when they were on the field, they did not show up enough. Um, that's not a problem. I talked to uh, like five or six of them after the game. Um, they were listen. It was our first game in the league. They played against a pretty good, one of the better quarterbacks in the league in Garland, a guy who knows what it takes to win games, and especially in the regular season. Um, but what I will say is that I wrote this in one of my chats. They didn't look like at times, like on defense, like a team that is going to be like not gonna be able to figure it out. They have athletes, they were making pass breakups, they weren't missing flag grabs outside of like one or two plays. And those are usually things you see of teams that are struggling. Um, I think they made the Patriots at least work for their touchdowns on defense. Offensively, the snaps were rolling to Eddie. 
Um, didn't look like they had a lot of had a lot of chemistry between the guys. Um, they were playing with two guys that don't play on the line really. So um, I think when they get their whole team there and Malozzi's back and they have more of a swagger, they're gonna have to win games defensively. They were getting in and getting sacks on Garland. Um, had a bunch of pass breakups, but they were also I thought they were also playing man, man to man, and like. I'm not gonna say like you can't, but like it's just it's tough when you're playing a guy like Garland with you good receivers. You gotta try to mix it up. You gotta play some zone. You gotta play some cover one, some cover three. Like yeah. you just have to do it because if yeah. you're showing man to Garland every play, Trevor's gonna figure it out real he's gonna, quick. He's gonna he, with guys like Jack, Chris, and Mark. Like he's yeah, gonna, he's gonna get busy on you. I think so. I think that um, definitely mix in some zone on defense if you want to play some man to man. At times, definitely do. I, we play some man to man as well at times, but it has to be situational. I think. I think your main defense has to be zone. In terms of Eddie Guzman, I think he can be fine. He just needs to feel confident the snap is going to get to him every time and not roll to him. I think he also needs to be confident that his line is going to block for him. No offense to Drew Patel, but Drew Patel isn't an offensive lineman. Right. He was playing left tackle. Right. Not a tough, not, not an easy spot for him to step in in game one right. for his season. I'm not going to. I'm going to pass judgment right. for now. But what I will say is that the Patriots did what good teams do: take care of business, big win, twenty-six right. to six. I'll, I'll cut some slack yep. to Eddie because you know again. First, uh, first game in, in a new league. Uh, Got to get used to it. Didn't have all those personnel there. Uh, it, it'll come around. Uh, like you said, you got to stay confident. What I didn't like, there was a, a bad snap that he kind of didn't go after it right away. Yeah, I, think I don't know if he just, didn't know the rule. I'm, I'm going to say ball. he didn't know the rule, which is I sent the, I sent the rules. So should have read it. I think he knows that now. Um, I think they're definitely going to come in a little more prepared next week. And then I think the play, one or two plays after that, he threw a pick. Yeah, I yeah, he did. I want to slant, I believe, to Josh Taylor. Yeah, pretty um, much that's I think that's when I had to leave. So Yeah, they had Q, I think, play quarterback at a point for them. Um and he's a more of a uh, better athlete, he was able to kind of get out of pressure a bunch, threw to some liming, move the ball down the field. Um Sh- Shad Petit home had a nice catch and run, a forty one yard catch and run. Uh, Maz scored the touchdown. But overall, it's a really rough day offensively for them. The Patriots and, came in ready to play. And, and you know a what? A veteran team. You know the real reason why they lost? Because they were purple. Because they were in purple. Um, I hope they break the purple curse. Listen, you can go, uh, go Ravens or go Vikings. Vikings. Just go white with the purple. Yeah. <laughs> Make uh, white, white your main yeah, color. Yeah, facts. Um, yeah, it's definitely a purple curse in this league right now. But uh, they're, I'm not going to give up on them. They It's only one no, week. No, I, thought one game, A-Rod, one game. I thought A-Rod played well for them in this one. I think they just need to have their full team. I can't judge them until I, they have a full team. Yeah, I think Malozzi there you know, pumps up A-Rod. And yeah, gets I everyone kind of going yeah. a little bit. Um, they got to believe in Eddie, though. It's okay to switch quarterbacks because the kid Q is a very good athlete. was able to make moves with his feet and kind of make plays for them. Um, but... They need to uh, definitely come up with a good game plan and ready to go because it won't be an easy sledding in any week in this league. I don't think any week in this league, any week in this league is going to be easy this season. I think you're gonna have to come in ready, prepared every single week. Um, but yeah, it's really all I gotta say about. I that. think it's odd that we're looking at new quarterbacks in this league when we got guys like Serhoff and guys like Galante yeah, do not not playing you know positions, that's, that's and they're own. two of the better quarterbacks in, in this league. Yeah, Tommy's a beach boy, and Serhoff thought he was gonna play with Justin and got fucked over in his uh, his quest to run it back. So. Uh, yeah, so, uh, uh, yeah, that's it, really. Uh, Ravens come back next week. We'll talk about their next game in a little bit in the preview. Uh, stats. Trevor, 17-25. Great game. 179 yards, three touchdowns, 30 rushing yards, and a touchdown rushing. 
Weird to, weird, kind of predicted. Weird, weird to see a rushing touchdown by Trevor. Um, <laughs> he played a great game. Adding it to his repertoire. Offensive player of the game in this one. We, we knew he was going to come out and play this type of game. Yes. Right? We, we said in the preview. I 100%. Jack, two catches, 24 yards, three tackles. Jack oh. is back? Or, yeah. uh, what's uh, the, what's he looked, reserving? I think, uh, no, he, he definitely can improve. Thought his flag pulling needed a little work, but he'll get back into shape with they that. They got him in the middle of the field. Got him in the middle of the field, doing his oh, thing. So he does his um, he, uh, I think as season goes on, he said it was a good get back week, like just a good caught okay. a couple of balls, felt nice out there. Um, so we'll see more of that. Chris Johnson had a touchdown catch, three catch, forty two yards. Chris is a beast. Chris is a beast. Also an interception. Another Nick, one. Nick Hardigan, one of my favorite players in the league, six catches, seventy five yards, and a touchdown. He's a monster. Um, wish he was on my team. JT, one catch, 13 yards, and an interception. Mark DePalma, four catches, 25 yards, and a touchdown. Also had two picks. And Kenny Tindall had a tackle, and Mosimo had one catch. And Will O'Neill had a pass breakup for them. And for the Ravens, Eddie was three of eight, 23 yards, three interceptions. Uh, yeah, definitely rough. He had two sacks on defense and nine rushing yards. A-Rod, one catch, 11 yards, and a pass breakup. Uh Shot Petit home had a catch of 41 yards and a pass breakup, three tackles. Q had 50, 51 passing yards and a touchdown, also 24 rushing yards. Uh, Maz had two catches, 18 yards and a touchdown, uh, and three tackles. And Eddie had a catch for two yards as well. Last game of the day, you did not see it. I'll talk about it fast. Was the Bills against the Rams, which was the standalone game of the week. Um, IB in the Bills and Collison in the Rams. Uh, game started slow, 0-0 at halftime. Both defenses playing very well. Really? Um, yeah, IB, they, they were moving the ball, but the, kind of shot themselves in the foot with some penalties early in the game. The Rams played some stout defense on third and fourth down, I thought. Um, but the Bills never wavered. They, their Bills defense was amazing. They forced Collis into a lot of problems. Uh, DeLon was all over the field. Three sacks, five tackles, defense player of the game. Sorry. He was the the guy. He was the X factor of the game for sure, and he can do that every week if he wants to do that. And that's why I called him out in the beginning of the last you, podcast. You did indeed, and he definitely stepped up to that and in I this said one. The guy could be the best player on the field when he wants to be. Yeah, I guess this week he wanted to be. He definitely wanted to be. He played offensive line, and defensive line, caught a couple passes, was everywhere in the backfield. Um, if he's playing at that level, they're going to be di- difficult to beat. In the second half, the Rams' offense still was not really able to get it going. The Bills' defense was stout, running multiple coverages calling out a bunch of stuff. Everyone was on the same page. You could tell that they were prepared. J.K. Will said it, and they it, it was true. They were very prepared. Um, finally got on the scoreboard with a Liam uh, screen touchdown, and then IB had two other rushing touchdowns to finally end this one 20-0. Um, two shutouts in the first week of the season. It's definitely it's, Week one is always a weird week. Um, I'm not saying this result is weird. I'm just saying that guys don't always play up to their their best level. Teams are trying to figure each other out. A lot of new guys playing together. So um, I'm not worried about the Rams, but they do definitely need to come more prepared. Um, I do believe that Collis doesn't like to score zero points and lose by 20. So I think that he'll make sure they get a practice in or at least there. He'll adjust, get ready, have guys in different spots for this week, I believe. Um, as for the Bills, man, they looked good. I thought Ivy looked a little rusty at times, but overall, he still had game breaker with the ball in his hands. He's an electric quarterback, and I think he would even tell you he did get the ball to Liam a lot. Uh, Liam had seven targets, four catches. Right. Yeah. yeah, like I said, the first half of this game was sloppy on both sides offensively. He's my preseason MVP pick. Who, Liam or yeah. Ivy? No, uh, Liam. Liam. You know what? Non quarterback. Non quarterback. Yeah, one. he's the first guy on the list to make. Okay. Well, yeah, one of the best receivers playing with uh, the probably the best or 
I'm talking best quarterback <laughs> in the league. Hey, listen, we'll find out this week. We've got a little matchup. Um, oh, you play him this yeah, week? Yeah, I do nice. play him this week. Yeah, it should be fun. All right. Um, but, yeah, in this game, I really just think that, that the Bills were locked in defensively and made life really hard for Collis, and I'd be kind of just figured it out on offense in the second half and got the job done. Um, they're a good team. IB's team, top to bottom. They got eight, nine guys that can really play. Um, as for Carlos's team and the Rams, got to figure out uh, everyone's roles, got to figure out who's playing where, and uh, really buy into a system. Who's his number one? Tommy Pierce, who had a decent game, caught a couple passes, but kind of was neutralized because Carlos really was in a lot of, was in a pr- under pressure a lot as soon as play started sometimes. So that's that. All right, IB, 9 of 14, 124 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Also had 51 rushing yards and two touchdowns. Liam, four catches, 48 yards, and a touchdown, and one pass breakup, three tackles. DeLon had 32 receiving yards, three sacks, five tackles. Uh, Isaiah Copes had a conversion caught and one tackle. J.K. Will had a pass breakup and a fumble recovery. Rougeau had two catches for 39 yards. Didn't even mention Rougeau also had an interception. Um, he's another great guy on that defense and that offense for IB. And Matt Marola, two sacks. Uh, five team sacks for this team in this game. Um, Jeff Graham had a pass breakup. A and- svelte Matt Marola. Yeah, a, uh, a definitely a much more in shape Marola, for sure, jacked. And for the Rams, Collis was 7 of 15, 49 yards, one pick, 34 rushing yards, two tackles. Tom Pierce, two catches, 15 yards, four tackles. Rags had two sacks. Jordan Cameron had one sack. Uh, Mark Cal had one catch for 17 yards and an interception. Timmy Frost had two catches, seven yards, and a tackle. Don Palumbo, one catch, four yards, and a pass breakup, and a tackle. And Daniel Ronan had one catch for six yards. Overall, good week one. Um, no complaints by me. Just hope everyone comes in way more prepared this week. If your team was in the losing side of a uh, shutout, make sure you come pre- ready, for, ready and prepared to play. And if you were a winner, don't get complacent because week two can <laughs> kick you in the ass. Um, all right, with that being said, we can go to the week two preview. Uh, game still being played at Rebels Field this Sunday starting at 9.30. First game of the day, 9.30 slate. We have the Falcons against the Dolphins. Falcons, that team that we really like and played very well in Week 1 against a team in the Dolphins who really struggled in Week 1. I'll start. I think that on the line you have a matchup of Tuna, Leota, and... um, Tuna, Leota, and who else on their offensive line? Oh, uh, Sam Chapo, who was pulling out some dips on the field. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love good, it. Good play. Love good play. Guys yeah, late dip. round pick. Uh, got dippy for sure. That line against the line of Harness, Jarwar, and Matt Ballow. Um, I give the slight edge to the Falcons in the trenches. Um, if they're going to win, if the Dolphins are going to win, the key to them is winning the trenches battle. Jarwar and Harness need to be in the backfield, causing Chris to overthink, make bad decisions. Um, force the ball into some spots where he might not want to force it. But if Chris plays the way that he played last week, getting the ball fast, finding his guys, running his offense, um, I think they should be all right in this game. Their defense played well also. They got a lot of flag pulling. They have good flag pullers. You have Leota, Q, Dwan, Chris, all pulling flags at a high level right now. Um, Or they did at least last week, I thought. Um, So I think the key for the Falcons is just keep playing your game. Stick to the game plan that worked last week because I think that's going to be a game plan that you can always run off of. Run a lot of stuff off of that that um, jet sweep motion with Q, and I think that um, if the Dolphins are going to win, they got to move the ball, 
got to score, got to get first downs, got to put defense, got to put the defense on their heels, maybe take a deep shot early, make them respect your long game. Um, You got to find a way to open up the field a little more and not get into such a box. I feel like a lot, I think the Cowboys kind of put them in a box, got them uh, like collapsed the pocket. Negron didn't have a lot of where to go, didn't make quick decisions like we talked about. So I think Negron just has to play better for the Dolphins to win. Defense wasn't terrible. They just kept getting scored on. Yeah, I think I'm going to roll with uh, the Falcons this week. I, I think that uh, Chris is very comfortable with his team. Yeah. I, I think maybe the, he didn't have you know this much confidence last year, uh, but I think he's definitely got it this year with the team that he put together. Uh, Dolphins, I'm hoping they ran a practice or two. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they got together before last week's game, but it really didn't look like they were in sync. Hopefully, like I said, get a practice in, get to know your team. Maybe things will work out better, but I'm going to roll. Uh, looking at what Atlanta did last week, I'm going to roll with them. Yeah, I'm also going to roll with Atlanta. I think they showed that they're going to be a tough out each week. Um, Chris is very, like, amped about the league right now. He wants to prove that he definitely, like, deserves. And well, listen, he, No, no, but listen. After he going, put up numbers last year. Yeah, no, yeah, but numbers, but not the right numbers. The number You want the numbers to be wins. So the, I yeah, think, uh, and, he, and he knows that. And he, he came into the league very prepared, and I think he's going to make sure that even if they don't end up winning a championship or anything like that, they're going to be a team that we look at at the end of the season. Like, that was a really good team. They played really well. They moved the ball. They played good defense. Yeah, defense they, yeah. they Leadership and qualities like that. So I'm happy to see it. I'm happy to see him get way more involved uh, vocally this year. And I hope to hope that continue. I am taking the Falcons as well. Dolphins show more life this week, though, for sure. Hopefully. I got them showing more life. All right. Here we go. Cowboys versus Saints. Cowboys have no, Ooh, good game. no Justin. Key West. I believe Sobes is playing quarterback. With the Saints have no Saints have stary. no Starry, no Mook. They got a couple guys coming from the G League. They only had five guys being able to show up. I believe Lauren also is in a sling right now, the big lineman. Okay. So they got they got two linemen coming from the G League. I know that for a fact. Um, they'll have seven guys. Dev will probably play quarterback. Oh no, I'm sorry. I told them um, they could have this kid Dylan from G. I want to get him in the league eventually, so I'm trying to get his feet wet. Um, Justin said it was cool. Uh, they got one player. He's a quarterback, uh, pocket passer, but can move, but can move for sure. Okay. Um, big arm. Make sure you watch him play. He's a good, good, good player. Uh, but I think that with no Sterry and no Mook, this isn't going to be a fair determination on what the Saints are as a team. No Chris Hunter either, so they're going to be playing. Wow, real, that's yeah, they're going to be playing. They're going to be playing down a lot of guys. But I know these Saints. He guys, is one of the more solid centers in this league. Yeah, he snaps the ball well. He snaps the ball well, blocks well, and a good leader on the field. Mm-hmm. Definitely talks a lot. Too. And he's not going to play this week. I no, think. they they all have the A seven right, playoffs right, right. this week. No, that's fifty thousand dollars. So yeah, we're not going to give yeah, away they, that. Yeah. Um, Anyway, uh, so I'm not going to, like, I, I know, like, I have to obviously pick a winner in this game, what the matchups are and whatnot, but I'm going to say it right now, anything that happens with the Saints this week, it's basically just being thrown out the window. They have five of their own players right. showing up and two subs. So, um, with that being said, I'm going to take the Cowboys because they looked very good last week. I think Sobs will be fine with this team. He'll have a full line this week, but no Justin, but he'll have guys like Augie Piscopo, yeah. Bolin. He has just so many guys that as long as he hasn't turned the ball over and makes stupid mistakes right. and he runs the ball, they're going to come out on top. Yeah. The key for the Saints is um, Dylan getting acclimated to the league quickly. He probably hasn't played sevens in this in, in like this format ever or in a long time. He's a fives player. Um He's a good quarterback, has a large arm, um, but it's going to be tough. He's played with a lot of these guys before, but it's a different format. It takes everyone a long, it takes everyone a little bit to get adjusted to our, our league and our play style. And with that being said, I can't pick on a rookie court. I can't pick a rookie quarterback that's never played in our league before against a team full of guys from our league. So I'm going to take the Cowboys. Yeah, but yeah, Sobs hasn't played in a while. Listen, there was a time where I would pick him. Okay, and if Sobs, okay, and if Sobs sucks, they got Pisco and Augie ready to go. Right, got two quarterbacks ready to go. Yeah, they're, they're loaded. They're definitely loaded. 
But I'm, I'm eager to see, like, the last time I've seen him play, he was playing on bad teams. and Who was this? Sobes. Yes. And, and he wasn't playing particularly well. Correct. I don't know, he just didn't have the enthusiasm knowing that his team wasn't very good. But I can see that. He's got, he's got a team behind him now. Yeah, he's got a good team. Uh, they got to step up, though. Yeah, I'd like to see him up. do it. I'd like to see him do it. Taking the Cowboys, I think the Saints will keep it close, but I do think the Cowboys will pull I'll, away in the end and take a victory. I'll go with the Cowboys because I like the championship DNA on the team. Yep, they've uh, done a lot of winning this league uh, together, like separate said, as well. So doesn't perform. They got two other guys able to step in and do the job. All right, ten thirty. I think this is the heavyweight matchup of the day: uh, Bills versus Raiders. Me versus IB. Um, good. It's a good matchup. Uh, both these teams looked pretty good in Week One. Actually, I'd say we both looked pretty really good yeah. in Week One. Honestly, both of our defenses were very stout. Um, they we both played against. I would say we both played against. Similar uh, quarterbacks who like to play similar ways, both run first quarterbacks that also have the ability to throw, but their running is their forte. Um, they, uh, the Bills are the Bills are good. I was watching the film of the the one game we have on them, and they are uh, they move in sync defensively already. It's something that usually takes teams a long time to figure out in the league, but they did a very good job moving well. Delon is an absolute force on the line. Delon versus Douglas is going to be the matchup to watch, or Delon versus Micah on the line is going to be the matchup to watch. Whichever one they decide to put Delon on, um, um, I think that could be a crazy matchup to watch. On the outsides, you got guys. They have a great defense. They got Liam. They got Isaiah Copes. They got IB. They got Rougeau. We match that up with like Vin and. Will and Lamar, we um, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting battle. I think it's gonna be a low scoring game. I think both defenses are gonna be locked in, ready to play, and gonna be talking and being very loud. Um, my team had very good energy last week. Their team had very good energy last week. Jake Hill, Will, and their team always brings the energy. Always. So we have to match that energy and even probably be it, but also keep our heads, stay composed within the game. I'm never worried when playing these teams. I mean, listen, IB is a very good opponent. Um, it's a kryptonite. Uh, I, I mean, listen, the, the, the stats speak for themselves. I don't have to give them any bulletin board. I know Ivy's going to be locked in. Liam's going to be locked in. Liam already texted me saying, damn, it's Kurt's, it's Kurt's week already. I said, yeah, got to get after it. Um, I'm very excited to play in this game. Um, I think it's going to be a good game. Going to have a large crowd, especially in the second half. So I told Ivy I was put on a show. Yeah. What you got on this one? This is so I tough. I talked for a little bit. I, I, I love Ivy and his team. And I, mm-hmm. I think, you know, DeLon playing. If he comes at that level again, it's uh-huh. going to be really tough on you. Yeah. Uh, they might be a little younger, a little bit more spry. Uh, you guys are the veterans, and like I said, you are the kryptonite to IB. So, for some reason, you got his number. Watch out for a Jirok big game. Just, yeah. Just I, watch you, out for you it. You got such just a great be ready for it. You, you got Jirok, you, you got yeah, Douglas, ben, you I got, got Micah, you got Vin. I mean, you got you got Reed, you got Swags. Take it's, the bills. Take it's the coming bills. from everybody. Come on, take the bills. Why would I want to do that? <laughs> I'm taking myself, obviously. What are you doing? You're wearing, yeah, bro- wearing Bills blue right now. I'm, I'm a Raider fan, though. Yeah. I know you're all wearing silver and black. I'm, uh, all right. <laughs> He's going with the Raiders. He probably will pick me every game this season unless my, team, unless my team ends up being terrible. He will pick with me every game this season. So we both take the Raiders, but clearly we both know yeah, that um, yeah. IB could definitely take this game if they come out ready to play. And or if, if listen, I think the the fear I have is that one of these teams, one of us, comes out super flat and becomes a blowout. So I hope, that, hope, that, hope that doesn't happen. I hope we get a really good game, especially because the second half of the game will probably have a very large crowd. Other ten thirty game: Bucks versus Ravens. Bucks no chase again. Mm. Ravens are apparently will have a full team or a fuller team, I should say, getting their linemen back this week. So should have a full line to block for them. Um, Tips for the Ravens. Get the ball out fast. Run the ball. 
Use your line to your advantage. You have big linemen. Don't Use let Mikey your get in your head. You're a rookie quarterback, and Mikey will get in your head real quick. Yep. I think also the key for this game is take time, take your time on offense. Don't let Mikey touch the ball. Try to keep the ball out of Mikey's hands. Make them play defense. I know that they're good on defense. They they did a lot of 30 points in week one, but I do think they have a lot of good defensive players. They just had to figure it out. Um, but I think the game, the game plan for them is to slow it down, move the ball, and try to hit on some big plays. Um don't don't be stupid. Don't throw into piles. Throw the ball away. There's no intentional grounding in the league, so you throw the ball wherever you want. Yeah. Um, you, use your lineman. Malozzi's one of the best pass receivers. Yeah, Malozzi can catch. I think A Rod can be a big target a, yeah. for you too. His hands have improved throughout the seasons he's been playing. Um, I just think the key for Mikey's team is get up early and talk. Get up early, talk your shit, and then you'll be able to walk and you'll be able to walk yeah, out this game yeah. with a win. The Ravens looked really porous last week, but I do expect them to be way better this week because I don't think you could be worse than what you were last week, to be honest. You know, I sit here every week and I preach about what quarterbacks should be doing against the defense. You t- look at a guy like Mikey. Mikey gets it. <laughs> Mikey knows how to fucking how to take apart a defense. He knows he know he look he surveys what he has, what he's up against, and he adjusts. See it before the snap. He does all the time. See it before the snap. That that what makes him such a competitor, such a good player in this league. Yeah. Because that's all he does. He just gets it, yeah. and everyone should just follow that lead. It's really not hard. Yeah. Just be active in the middle. Got to be active. Got to be a leader in the pocket. Leader in the huddle. Yeah. Um. I think the I think the Ravens are gonna figure it out a little bit this week, but I will take the Bucks in this one. I saw way more good things out of the Bucks last week than I did the Ravens. Yeah. Um. Mikey's ankle is fine. Good. More than fine. He was. I saw him running on Instagram or Snapchat or whatever video he sent me earlier today. So he's fine. He's working all week as a waiter. Um, I think that as long as they are able to get a couple stops, seeing a Mikey light offense, a defense give up thirty points in a game is definitely a little surprising. Yeah. No chase in the, the next two weeks. Still. Hope Angstad plays this week. Yeah, let's get Angstad there. I know he was More a late scratch. In the league yeah, late scratch. That, um, that helps the DB. Yep, Cam played well last week. Joe Denoya, great DB. Paul Always. Carter, great D lineman. I just think that uh, they just going to put it together. They'll figure it out. They will. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to roll with the Bucks also. Yeah, me too. Okay. Uh, second game of a doubleheader for the Bills. First game of a doubleheader for the Patriots. IB versus Garland. So IB IB gets two the tough game. IB gets the Kurtzman Garland gauntlet in week Ooh. two. Um, we both have the Bills coming into this game with a loss. So then they'll and then they'll have this game by itself at eleven thirty. We'll Ouch. have two twelve thirty games. So the 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 Bills will be playing in two very high intensity games back to back on a games. on a ninety degree day. They're playing a, a Thursday night, a Sunday night, and a Monday night game all at once. Yep, for sure. In, one um, in this game, obviously the Bills are probably going to uh, be lower energy in this game due to the fact that they're playing a game right before. Um, I think the key for when you're playing the second game of the doubleheader, regardless of win or loss in your first game, got to come out with energy and you have to come out hot. Um, you have to be ahead in that second game. You have to force the, the offense into game pressure. Um, we both have the Bills going 0-1. There's no way I'm going to pick IB to go 0-2 in a yeah, game. Yeah, that's the thing. There's just no way. There's no way. IB is too good. If they were to lose to us in game one, they'll be super locked in for game two. I know they're not looking ahead. They're going to wait until that game to get ready to go. Um, I I think that this game is very evenly matched. I think that the the Patriots are bigger on the line, but that's not necessarily always a good thing when playing against an IB team. Um, I personally wouldn't play Mike Kalka defensive line this game. I think that's just someone that IB can just tell Mike like his defense like you don't have to block him, him. and then kind of you know that's kind of how bigger guys IB takes advantage of guys who aren't fast enough to move with him laterally, which isn't many people in the league. Um, I think that if the 
Patriots going to win. Trevor's going to have to do a good job pushing the ball down the field like he did last week, finding open receivers. I thought Mark De Palma immediately was just a, a guy who he was just getting the ball to, gravitating the ball to. CJ as well. well he's, he's played on his team before. Mark he, played last yeah. summer for him. CJ played last season the for ball, him. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Starner's probably the one that might get left out sometimes on offense because just because of the rapport. Right. But I think Jack also is cool with. I'll be that defensive anchor. Jack 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 thrives in that defensive uh, that defensive middle yeah. linebacker spot, and he'll get better each he week be at it. Wide out also. Though. This is a big matchup for uh, friends. You got Trevor and IB talking a little shit. You got IB and Jack probably going at it a little bit. Yeah. This yeah. is a matchup of uh, Chris's two favorite teams as well. Um, Chris is Chris said that the Bills and the Patriots are his two favorites now okay. after seeing Week One. Okay. Um, no surprise that he's picking Jack's team and Ivy's team as his two favorites. Of course. Um, but I do think that these are two of the very very good teams in this league. So I, I will say this is yeah. a high profile matchup. Um, I'm picking the Bills. Can't pick them going to. Sorry, Trevor. I, I, I think you know. Uh, I think the Patriots are in a, a tough spot. They're here. a good team. Uh, if the, the the Bills, if they lose to you, it's like I said, you, you can't see I'd be dropping two games in a day. Nope. Uh, and if they win, they, they can easily right. go two and zero. If they get the win, they're gonna go. You know, they got blood in the water, and like any good shark is gonna <laughs> is gonna go after you know the perfect day and try to build a, a little lead between. It'll be a game up, basically two games up on you if they. If they I thought it'd be a game and I guess a game, game and a half. half yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that'd be a huge two and zero for them if they're able to get that done. Um, yeah, so we're both going with the Bills. Yeah, uh, I'd love to see this be a really uh, a shootout. I expect the Bills to be in two I, great games. I love games the players on Trevor. I love Trevor the way he plays. You know, I love love Chris. Uh, yeah, I love Jack. I mean, these guys are explosive players. The Palmer's explosive player. Yeah. Great line play by 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 Corker. It's um, gonna be a game of highlights, I think. Yeah, you know what? Let, let's. It's tough to pick a game. Like I said, we don't like going. You know, I'd be dropping too, but it yeah. could happen. I mean, the Patriot team is that good. So I, you know, let's. I like to see a great game. That's what I like to see. I agree. Okay, as an eleven thirty standalone game, as Charlie thinks about going outside. Fifty six minute mark of the podcast. Only two games left to talk about. And then we'll give like a we'll give like a like a, a half ass power rankings where we're not thinking about it. we're just Ooh. throwing it out there. Okay. Um, Rams Chargers, both two teams that fought, fell to own one in week and the Battle of LA. <laughs> Another tough tough game. Yeah, two uh, two um two teams that both dropped games in week one. Chargers in overtime. Rams got a little of a uh, ass kicking, twenty nothing by the Bills. Um, but like I said in the preview, I mean the recap, I expect the Rams to come out way more prepared this week and way more ready to go. This is going to be a battle of two quarterbacks that really like to run the ball, James Wickup and uh, and Collis. You're probably going to see a lot of ankles broken with Wickup and Bryce and Collis. Um, Ty Pierce, too, really good athlete. Um, I'm expecting, I'm expecting points. I think these are two teams that running the football are going to get exposed potentially a little bit on the defensive side. And it could be a long day for their defenses, not passing the ball, but definitely running the ball. Um, it's tough because one of these teams is going to fall to 0-2, and, and I really like both of these teams' rosters. I think I'm going to roll with... Wow. You know you talk about the game first, I'll decide after. All right. Uh <laughs> Uh, I didn't see the Rams last week. You I did mean, not. I, I know Carlos. I know Tommy. You know, it's gonna be a battle in the trenches. They, I think they're, they're really good players. I, you know, again, I didn't see. Well, no, most no, of the didn't. Rams roster, so I couldn't tell you. I did see the Chargers play. Yeah. Like I said, I think they play tough. Uh, I know the cops are winner. Yeah, and, and Pete wasn't used that much in offense. We expect him to get a little more involved. Pete and, you know, and Pete, Pete played for Carlos last year, so he you know he knows a little bit about yep. what he's about and what he likes to do. His tendencies, especially offensively. 
He was a great receiver from last year, and you got him playing back in the secondary now. That could be an advantage, a little mm-hmm. bit of an advantage for the Chargers. Yeah. Um, who are you going to go with? I think I'm going to take the Rams. I'm going to roll with the Chargers. Nice. I like that we have a uh, a crossfire there. I think the Rams. I just like I like Collis. I think oh, these are the fact that I haven't seen. Yeah. What the Chargers, these are two I mean, quarterbacks. The these are two quarterbacks that are winners in this league, proven winners, yeah, guys that yeah. can win, guys who have the teams prepared. I'm going to roll with the Rams. You're going to roll with the Chargers. Uh, one of these teams has fallen zero and two, which is a shame. Which is a shame, yeah. But I think I think they could bounce back over. Yeah, yeah. O two eight. You'll have eight games left to play. I'm, I'm a big fan of Collis's, and I I just know you know you can't count them out. Yep, I agree. All right, last game of the day. We have two twelve thirty games. Um, the Patriots playing their second game of back to back against the Philadelphia Eagles, led by Ooh, Joe Pimpley and Matt Hughes. This is going to be an interesting game because we saw the Eagles' offense last year last week really struggle to score, um, and we saw the Patriots' defense that was really stout in blowing up an offense that wasn't necessarily ready to throw the ball down the field last week in the Ravens. Um, I expect the Eagles to come in with a much better game plan, and I think that they're going to have to be able to take advantage of the fact that the Patriots are playing a game right before this, and they're going to be tired. And this is a game where if you have the muscles that the Eagles think they have, Drew, Dom, Mark, Matt, win the line of scrimmage in a game against a team that's playing the second game of back-to-back. I know they got big guys. They got Kalka. They got Ted Kenny. Um... They have. They have to have one more lineman because I know they They're play. Both, the Coca Brothers are both playing. No, AK doesn't play. No, he's not playing this year. No, AK is taking a break. He was at the field. Really? Though. Yeah, he I saw was, him last week. Yeah, yeah, he was at the field. Char- I saw the number one. That's the first. Oh, Hardigan. I'm sorry, my favorite player in the league, oh, Hardigan. What's up? Good. You got any bold predictions for this week? We're doing the last game right now, Patriots Eagles. We both picked the Patriots to go 0 one. Patriots, we Eagles. both picked the Patriots to lose to the uh, Bills in in the first game. Yeah, you got to pick that game, Chris. We'll go back to that in a second. No, Let's, I'm not picking that game. You're not picking that game, yeah. That's my two champions. I know. All right, so we'll talk, go back to this game. Eagles-Patriots. Um, you got to win the line of scrimmage if you're the, if you're the Eagles. Flex your muscles. Show that you can take care of a team in the second game of back-to-back. And Pip needs to show that he can move the ball through the air as well as he can through the ground. If Tommy Gallant is there, make sure that I think you need to get him involved throwing the football a little bit. I think that's just the key to your offense, being more explosive. Pip, you're a god receiver. Go make some plays for Tommy when he needs you to. Exactly. Tommy also will throw you the ball and give you some chances. And if you get some mismatches in this game, you could have a little bit of a size advantage on guys like Mark Palma and Chris Johnson. Not saying that they're bad players. Just saying... That's your those are, you gotta you gotta attack someone. So um I'm taking the Patriots. They're the better team. I'm uh I'm going with the Patriots and I, I gotta call out. This is a call out game. Who are you calling me. out? Who are you calling out? I'm calling out Trevor. Wow, and love this. Why? The reason being is if you do fall to 0-1 coming into this game, you, losing, you have to win this game. And it's against a good team. If you win the IB game. Then you have to win against you the Eagles. You have to win against the Eagles. You have to go 2-0. Make, I'm sorry, 3-0. You got to flex And you got to show that you're an elite team. 100%. So my call out this week is to Trevor. You got to be on your A game this week. I, Maybe a little bit more. Usually when Tommy calls you out week after week or multiple times, it's because he truly believes in you as a player. That's what I did it last week with the line. And look I what know. he put up. And look what he did. Usually when Tommy calls you out, it's usually a good thing because that means he yeah, believes I, yeah, in you I'm as a player. I'm looking for you to be the leader. I'm looking for you to guy that to take he just want, to the He next just level. believes that the players that he calls out are going to step up and be that exactly. guy on that team exactly. that week. Exactly. So I, we're both taking the Patriots. I hate to have Pip and uh, Hughes falling 0-2 on the season, but... They just didn't look good offensively last week, and 13 points will not beat a Trevor Garland-led team. No. Um, especially with the guys he has as a receiver. All right, that is all the games. We are at just over an hour. We're going to do a quick – I'm going to do a quick power rankings. Honestly, I don't really have anything crazy written down, but here's how I'm going to rank them. Raiders 1, Bills 2, Cowboys 3, 
give me give me Saints four, Falcons five. No, I'm sorry, Patriots four, Saints five, Falcons six, Bucks seven, Chargers eight, Rams nine, Eagles ten. Ravens 11, uh, Dolphins, not Ravens 11, Dolphins 12. This is sta- that's the standings. I'm a little bit different than that's you. That's the standings. I know. I got Cowboys 1. Nice. Too many too many championship players on that team. Okay. I got Raiders 2, Bills 3. Okay. Patriots Let's 4. Let's see. Uh, Patriots 4. Saints 5. Uh, or Falcons. Whew. Let's go Falcons. I put, my, I put myself one, obviously. Let's, let's go Falcons. I put myself one, obviously. Yeah, yeah. It's Falcons, Saints, Chargers, okay. Bucks. Falcons, Saints, Chargers, Bucks. Okay. Uh, you like Chargers over Mikey right now? Chargers over Mikey. Mike. Ooh, it's tough. Uh, I put yeah. Mikey over them. You know, you're right. I'm sorry. I'll flip it. Bucks, Chargers. Then we'll go Eagles, Rams. Uh, it's either Ravens. Dolphins, Dolphins and Ravens. Or, yeah. Ravens least scored last week, so I gave him the benefit of doubt. Put him 11. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, so that does the podcast. Remember, that was the quickest. No thoughts, no no pauses and anything. We just put power rankings yeah, just like after that. after one week. Yeah, one week. Yeah. yeah, there's not a lot of reservations made. I'm going to make my when, – when the power rankings went, it's week four, week five. Then we'll have a good idea of who the – top seven, eight teams in the yard that can win, really win the championship. Right. And for you guys that want to hear your name on a pod, step up this yeah. week. If you make plays and you're on the stats, well, you will get your name called out. Uh, thank you for listening for over an hour. Appreciate all the love the league has gotten on the Instagram this week. Make sure to subscribe on all podcast platforms, YouTube platform, uh, Instagram, Twitter, everything. We're live every week. Uh, we'll see you at the field on Sunday at Rebels at 930. Thank you. Peace.